With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi again. Welcome to Talking Real Money Daily. I'm Don McDonald, and uh, once again, this is a chance to learn a little bit more about how investing really works and how it can really work a lot better for you. So what we're going to do today is take care of a couple of questions because we got a bunch that have come in recently. We'll do one that was emailed in at to- via TalkingRealMoney.com. And one that was phoned in at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And if you have a question, you can send them in either way at TalkingRealMoney.com or by calling 855-935-TALK. Leave your question and I'll answer it on one of the podcasts in the future. Or every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, you can call us live because we're taking calls two hours live on Saturdays from 3 to 5 at that same number, 855-935-8255. And as you know, I don't really care much what the market does. It does what it does. It goes up, it goes down, but it should go up more than it goes down. It always has. And for it to do anything but means that the global economy is totally destroyed forever and you better start planting some food and uh, stocking up on things you might need and get some guns and ammo. Otherwise, you just ride through this stuff. So what if it's down? So what if it's up? It has gone up more than it's gone down. You need to be patient. That's just the way it works. That's not the way the industry would like it to work, but that's actually the way it works. It's really simple. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK, or send a question in, talkingrealmoney.com. And let's start with one sent in to talkingrealmoney.com. The subject of this note is Investors Resource Incorporated, quote, claims, unquote. <laughs> yeah, I know who these guys are. Okay. Hello, Don. IRI, Investors Resource Incorporated, claims, quote, asset class diversification remains desirable, but not sufficient, unquote. And, quote, portfolio construction and safety are directly linked to what the market is doing, not what it is supposed to be doing. I believe they're using a software package that tracks what the large investment firms slash banks are buying and selling to determine where and when to invest. I've been a diversified buy and hold guy since the early 80s and was happy to continue it in, to, to invest in 08 when shares were very cheap. However, I'm now retired, no longer investing, just beginning to burn what I have saved. So my question is, should I consider this active type of money management IRI suggests since I'm in the burn phase of my life with maybe 10 to 20 years at most time horizon? 
or continue to hold my diversified 50-50 stock bond mutual funds. Thank you and enjoy your podcast and radio show. All right. Let's start with IRI and then we'll get to the what you should do. Investors Resource is another one of these companies that has a radio show and I've listened in and I think that they're <laughs> my opinion is they really give they give bad information. Just really bad information. As a matter of fact, on a recent show, they're trying to scare you into using their system. They the host actually stated that if you got into the market at the 2000 peak, it took 17 years before you started to make money. Well, that's just a perfect example of lies, damned lies, and statistics. One, the S&P 500 didn't return anything between 2000 and 2010. It was flat. However, after that, you would have made nothing over that period. After that, you would have started making money, and you did pretty well. However, if you were a diversified global investor, globally diversified investor, which is what we recommend, between January 2000 and December 31st, 2009, that 10-year period, that lost decade for the S&P 500, you would have made almost 7% per year if you had international and U.S. This is why diversification is so important. And as to his claim that it took 17 years for you to break even, well, that's just bunk if you were invested globally. A 50% U.S., 50% international portfolio owning almost every stock on the planet between January 1st, 2000 and December 31st, 2016 returned on average 8.2% per year. In other words, $100,000 invested in 2000 near that peak in 17 years became about 380 thousand dollars so that's just a lie no matter how you even if it's the s&p 500 that's a bald-faced lie because the s&p 500 over that let me just pull that up over that same 17-year period over that 17-year period if you just own the s&p 500 which we think is a blatant mistake but if you owned it over those 17 years, you invested $100,000 in January 1st to, on January 1st, 2000, and you held on for 17 years. At the end of that 17 years, you would have made about 200 and you would have grown that to about $210,000 or a 4.5% annual return. So I don't know where you get. There was no money made between 2000 and 2017, I guess, unless you've been spending your dividends or something, but. Then he's using the same spurious argument that indexed annuity people use. Oh, what? Uh, the other thing. Yeah, they're a market timer. They say so in their form ADV part two, a lovely thing that everyone should look up about every firm. Uh, they are a market timer. They say they are a market timer. And there is zero, zero evidence that market timing works at any scale, but particularly at the smallest scale, unless they just happen to be incredibly lucky. And luck is not a strategy. There is no evidence. As a matter of fact, there's a ton of academic evidence that shows timing the market is a, is a net loser for the vast majority. It is a terrible idea. 
and you usually pay a small fortune for the more sophisticated services of these people who claim to do this. And in the case of investor resources, those additional fees and expenses are pretty high. They charge for their global opportunity portfolio. Uh, their, their charges start at 1.75% per year and uh, only get to 1% once you've crossed $2 million. And even then, you're not at 1%. You're above 1% because they have that staggered, that uh, gradual decrease. So uh, do I think you should go with them? Um, not on a bet. And the other thing... I don't understand. I really don't. They must be doing something else, but I don't know what it is because I'm trying to figure out how in the world they make a living and can afford a radio show. Because according to their ADV Part 2, they only manage about $66 million. And while to an individual, owning $66 million is a lot of money, even if they're getting the full one and three quarter percent, which that mean they had a lot of tiny accounts. Um, th these guys are only making uh, grossing about a million dollars a year. So it's probably far less than that. And then to pay employees and to rent offices and all of that, and then to pay for a radio show. Hmm. <sighs> I don't know how they do it. I don't know, but I can tell you, I would steer clear. Here's what you should do as you gradually age and you move into that liquidation phase of life, what you need to do is reevaluate your portfolio. Is a 50-50 portfolio still right for your situation? Are you still comfortable with the historic almost 25% loss you could suffer in a single or you would have in the past suffered with a 25 or a 50-50 portfolio? If not, then you should probably increase your bond allocation. Yes, it will reduce your returns, but it will also reduce the volatility, and that's what scares people. Oh, and one other thing about this catchphrase stuff that uh, IRI uses, um, this business about safety directly being linked to what the market is doing and not what it's supposed to be doing, the market is never doing anything. It never is. It only has. And we have no idea what it will or might do in the future. We only know what it has already done. And because it is past tense, it's impossible to change the portfolio in advance of what it was doing. It's just, this is all so illogical. And yet this industry is rife with people who claim they have the secret sauce that will make you more money and save you in bad markets. And it's a bunch of bunk. It's just not true. You know, I'd be thrilled if these firms, firms like this one, actually said, hey, we don't know the future. Our system isn't going to tell you the future, and we know it for a fact. So we'll charge you a little less. We'll be more honest. We'll probably raise more money. We'll probably manage more money by being honest. But that's not what they do. For some reason, they think they're special and they're magical, and they're not. They can't be. 855-935-TALK is a phone number to call and ask a question on Talking Real Money, or you can send in a note via the uh, 
via the uh, web, the website talkingrealmoney.com. 855-935-TALK. Let's take another call. Hi, Don. I was talking to some friends, and they told me about a product called Index Options. To me, it sounded like adding gambling to an already sure thing. Um, what do you know about Index Options? Thanks. Oh, here's another example of the incredible stupidity of this industry. Oh, okay. Let me start by saying index index options, I guess, I guess, serve a useful purpose. It's a way to protect a portfolio that is invested in an index from decline by selling someone else an option on that or by buying an option on it. But options... I, I just really dislike options. I don't even think they should be used in the the bigger picture markets where where hedging is part of the game. I don't think it should be. But uh, but your friends are probably talking about using index options like S and P five hundred options options on an index to gamble. It's not adding gambling to the index. It is gambling on the index movement what an option is is you pay someone for the right to buy the entire s&p 500 at a slightly higher price at some date in the future either a week a month or a few months in the future you pay a tiny little premium for that if the market does not exceed that number that you bet on then you lose your, quote, investment, unquote, your your wager. If it goes above that, you can do very well because you're so heavily leveraged that if you bet right, you can double, triple, quadruple your money in a very short period of time. If you can double, triple, or quadruple your money in a very short time by guessing on the future price of something, what is that called? That's correct. That is pure gambling. Playing index options is playing with your money. You, If you guess wrong, you lose it all. If you guess right, you can make some serious dough. But what are you doing? You're betting. Just betting on a number. Just like a roulette wheel or betting on dice or betting on uh, 21 or, you know, whatever it might be. You're just betting on some outcome and you hope you win. That's gambling. It's not like buying the S&P 500. And again, that, like I said in the with the previous question, we don't suggest you own the S&P 500. That's too limited. We certainly want you to reduce your volatility and improve, at least historically, you would have improved your future returns by massively diversifying and ignore all of this stupid noise from all of these people who think they're smarter than the rest of the world. They're not and it's human nature. A lot of us just love to gamble, but do not confuse gambling with investing. And that's what options on individual stocks or indexes are gambling. Once again, the number 855-935-TALK or visit us at TalkingRealMoney.com. And if you have a much more involved question, we still want you to get this right. And we don't care if you become a client or not. 
We'd like you to, but it's not going to be the end of the world if you don't. We're growing at a very nice clip. You know, where that other firm manages $66 million, we manage like $450 million. Um, so, you know, we're doing all right. And we do all right by being honest and by helping everyone. And I mean everyone. So let's say you've got a 401k and you need some help allocating it or you've got a rollover coming up or you've been talking to somebody and you don't know whether to trust them or not and it's really involved. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and just set up a, 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 a meeting with one of our advisors. I promise you there will be no obligation. I promise you there will be no cost, at least for one. And I promise you they will not try to sell you anything. Okay. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Please tell all of your friends because we're really trying to save the entire country, actually even the world because we're listening to all over the planet, from horrible investments that can truly destroy your future. We call it Talking Real Money. Thanks for being there. Subscribe to the podcast at your favorite service or Apple Podcasts. And take great care. I'm Don McDonald. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.